Hi, my name's Hudson, and I'm a geoholic. Right. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Excellent. So, Bruno, what is the biggest struggle in Brazil for land surveyors? Well, what what is the big problems? Yes. Uh, uh, I don't know. I think is to get in the market. Uh, because uh, we have a uh, low quantity of uh, 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 universities and and to to farm people to graduate people uh, have a low quantity and we need more on Brazil and the challenge uh, if you gonna start uh, a new career. Uh, you don't have the experience and it's a little bit hard to start. And if you want to be an entrepreneur in land surveyor, you have to buy your own total station. And for beginning, it's a little bit hard to start to be a surveyor, but uh, you definitely, definitely can do this on Brazil. Um, uh, Another difficulties are the, the the tax and the bureaucracy of Brazil. It's a little bit hard, but uh, is is really good to to be a surveyor here on Brazil. So it's way more different than in Arizona, or do you have the same struggle, Cam? We have pretty much the same struggles. Um, you know, on the podcast, we have talked to surveyors from around the world, and it's really interesting that everybody pretty much is dealing with the same thing. You know, getting younger people interested in the profession is our biggest challenge. And like Bruno said, um, there's not a lot of uh, post-secondary education opportunities for surveyors and every state require, you know, requires something different. You know, some states require a college degree, a four-year degree, some states require a two-year degree and experience, and some states require no degree and you can get licensed just based on experience. So those are, those are just some of the challenges, but I, I agree with Bruno. It's a great profession and uh, the more we can talk about it, um, you know, the better off we're all going to be. Ryan? I, I agree completely with Kent. Like he said, we've talked to surveyors from around the world and it's it's the global, I don't want to say it's a pandemic, but, uh, you know, the shortage. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but, yeah, the shortage is, is, is real and, you know, the, the profession is a good one. Everybody I've talked to has a passion for it. And, you know, it's, it's just a matter of uh, recognition and getting the name of what it is. And what am I trying to say? Getting it in front of people. Yeah. Promoting it. Yeah. And, and that's and that's the reason we do this podcast. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and it's really it goes much further and deeper than just surveying, you know, the uh, uh, it, it's, it's geospatial as a whole, you know, I mean, land surveyors fall under that, you know, GIS professionals, photogrammetrists like Ryan, scanning professionals, you know, even like virtual reality and mm -hmm. um, artificial intelligence. I mean, geospatial has just taken on such a huge role and it's a good time to be part of the geospatial community. Uh, we we developed the, the, the project Misery Masters for the same reason, because if, you, if we make content for internet, we can introduce our, our professional, profession to, to young people and try to do something different and cool about surveying, to have more surveyors with us and get new new young peoples in the market yeah and there's a lot of really exciting things happening um i noticed on the wall behind bruno is a poster that was done by get kids into survey and uh we know 
Elaine and Ali Ball very well, and they have been working for a very long time to promote, you know, the surveying and geomatics professions to to younger younger kids, and they're doing a great job with it. And I know it's really taken on. Uh, it's got some really good momentum here in the states. Um, so you know, kudos to them for everything they are doing to promote the profession to uh, you know younger kids for sure. So we hear a lot of booths at the Intergeo for for people at the universities and they are still in school and to to get them into the survey thing. So is there a, a big problem to get new people into this surveying thing or so you need to put all that work, all that effort into it to to get out new and more surveying people? Because yeah, I no. think it's it's so the theme of all these things is so big. So there's this virtual reality thing, even the the normal land surveying thing. There's the scanning thing. I think it's so big that it's super easy to get into it. So I'm a bit confused why it's so hard to find people who want to survey. I think the biggest thing is that people don't know about the career. Um, a really good example, Ryan and I did a presentation about surveying to 600 high school students. Mm -hmm. And we asked the question, how many people here know what a land surveyor does? And out of 600 people, one person raised their hand and said that she knew what a land surveyor does. And the only reason she knew is because she was part of the FFA. Future Farmers of Future America. Farmers of America. And in one of their classes or something, they talked about surveying a farm field or, or mm -hmm. something along those lines. So that is that's that's a snapshot of the problem, at least here in the States. You know, people just don't know what surveyors do. I mean, when somebody asks me what I do and I say I'm a land surveyor, they say, Oh, you you put uh, plants, you design plants in people's yards, and they think I'm a landscaper. I'm like, no, I'm a land mm -hmm. surveyor. And uh, the people just don't know. They don't know what a surveyor is. They don't know what a surveyor does until they need one, of course. Then they know. And then they complain about how much it costs. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. so it's just it's awareness, creating awareness about the profession. Uh, the cost uh, is ex expensive because we have the equipment, software, and the, the cost is high. People don't understand this. And let us tell about the, the technology. Uh, we have uh, technology is easy to use, but you need to, you need to know surveying because if one thing is wrong, maybe you can ruin your job. So you, you need some knowledge to, to do surveying. It may, uh, you have these easy match uh, softwares and, and products, but you need to know surveying to, to use this project product. Yeah, Bruno's exactly right. Um, you know, there's a lot, and Ryan can speak to this, you know, we can talk about drones a little bit. There are a lot of people that go out and buy a drone and start flying over, you know, people's properties and measuring the earth's surface and creating, you know, a, a, a 3D file. Um, and there's more times than not lots of problems with those files because, I mean, they're not surveyors. They don't understand the importance of setting good ground control. And as a result, their files aren't great. Would you agree with that, Ryan? Absolutely. 100%. Um, yeah, these guys go out and they buy a drone and then all of a sudden they call themselves land surveyors and they have no idea what they're doing with that. But, you know, they got their fancy drone with the RTK on there mm -hmm. and, and they think that they're going to just do what we do as professionals. Yeah, and that's just yeah, that's a struggle that we're having currently. Yeah, and it's not regulated. No, at least not in every state. It's not regulated. So, um, you know, I mean, it's the same thing. Somebody can go out there and buy a GPS unit and start, you know, measuring and blah blah blah, and you know, they can think they're a surveyor. But, you know, what people have to understand, you know, when you give somebody a price to do a survey, and you know, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe how expensive that is. You know, it's only going to take you four hours. Well. 
you're not just paying for the four hours of time it takes. You're paying for the expense of all the equipment and the technology, like Bruno said, and the software and the years of experience. Um, the 10,000 hours that you put in before that. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. So there's there's, there's a lot that goes into it. But I, I, I tell people all the time, you know, if you like, if you like, technology, if you like to be outside, if you like math, you like history, you like to solve problems, um, it's a great profession. It really is. And it offers so much to so many different people. So oh. there are people like you that are professional surveyors. And there are a lot of people who do this as their, I would like to say, sport or a hobby or something like that. And as for for me, it's hard to get. There are people that buy a drone and scan around houses, and then they have the data. And then why? Are, why? <laughs> yeah, uh, I yeah. have. Uh, 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 never mind. Continue, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that goes back to what I said, you know, people can go out and buy a $400 drone and, you know, fly around a person's property. And it's one thing if they're using the imagery or the video to like, you know, for real estate purposes, mm -hmm. you know, to promote the sale of a property and show some beautiful pictures and video. I mean, that's one thing, you know, anybody can do that. But when you start using a drone to generate, you know, a, a 3D surface or to analyze property lines somehow, you know, that's where it crosses the line. And then it, it, it becomes surveying. And in order to do that, you have to be a licensed professional. And for, for projects, you do the, you collect this data to, to make uh, projects uh, about uh, earthworks to and get this data to make projects to build new things, new roads and infrastructure, houses, everything else. And to com to complement uh, the uh, subject, uh, land surveyor is a, a profession profession that is really practical. You uh, you start learn, learning surveyor in practice. You need to to practice. You need to go to the field, and you you can if you are a smart boy uh, or girl, you 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 definitely can learn uh, land surveyor in practicing. Uh, in my case, I start uh, with a. Uh, 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 when as I when I was young with my father as a practical surveyor, I'm learning with my father, and later three years before I make the license license uh, learn surveyor, I do uh, the course uh, surveying technician uh, in. Uh, in a low uh, from internet, I have a system who I watch the the lessons, and one year and a half, one year and a half, I have my license <laughs> to uh, to to sign the project, and uh, when I go to surveying technician, I was think, oh, I know a lot of surveying. I do this my whole life. But uh, when I start to study, I discover new things. <laughs> yeah, and, that's... And the, uh, and the networking with friends is really good. Yeah, Bruno touched on a lot of really good points there. Um, in my case, it took me eight, eight years to become a licensed surveyor. Um, I was living in Illinois at the time and, um, you know, they didn't have a requirement for a college degree. It was all based on experience and my college degree is actually in architecture. So it took me a really long time to become a licensed surveyor. Um, but I'm, I'm glad it did because like Bruno said, you know, you, just because you get a license doesn't mean you know everything. And yes, you 
I mean, you you'll, learn. You'll, you'll can tell. Now I am a licensed surveyor. Yay! Yeah, and there's you'll, so many. You 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 have the the trust, the confidence. Yeah, and the pro the, the thing is, I mean, I, I I feel like I learn something new every day, and if once you start thinking you know it all, that's when you get in trouble. Um, you know, and in Bruno's case, you know, he got brought up as a surveyor from a, a, a very young age because his dad was a surveyor. And there are so many people in the profession that have found it that way. You know, they somebody in their family was a surveyor, their dad, you know, their mom, whatever. That's how they get into it. Um, and that's a, a lot of people are that way. In my case, you know, I got introduced to it. It was a fluke in high school, actually. And uh, it was just something that I always had interest in. And after college, um, there weren't a lot of architecture jobs. And I, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm going to try surveying. And that's what I did. And here I am 30 years later, <laughs> having made it a career and, uh, you know, no regrets. But like I said, I, I still learn something new every day. And with the technology advancing so rapidly, if you don't take the time to research and learn, it's going to pass you by. So my, yeah. my my recommendation to people is, you know, make contacts, build a network of people, like Bruno said, you know, get involved with your state land surveyor associations, um, you know, make every attempt to just learn, learn. I mean, I, I learn every day and that's what you have to do to be successful in this profession. My advice to every surveyor you need to go to Intergel every year to see <laughs> the technologies yeah. to 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 always to be on top. You uh, sometimes you can't buy a lighter laser scanner, but uh, if you see, you make uh, you expand your mind and you make a a, a point to go. Oh, uh, for me, in my case, uh, in some years, I want to work with LiDAR. Now it's expensive, but I have this in mind because I go to Intergel, I see everything you have. Uh, and the, 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 the slogan for Intergel is really great. Uh, inspiration for smarter world is definitely, for me, Intergel changed my mindset. Uh, when I see the Disneyland of the land surveying, I, it's a new word for me. I really impressive. So complementing that Kent says is you have to always search information. You have to follow the news to, to be a great surveyor. Yeah, for sure. Who's that? Is that you? Yes. What are you doing wrong? <laughs> Come on. You, you had a, uh, Your instrument's set up too high. <laughs> no. I'm with the hand on tripod. Are you? Oh, my goodness. Yes. I'm, uh, my hand is on tripod. That's funny. <laughs> no problem. It's my first learning surgery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's, uh, you know, again, you know, just kind of... Going off of what Bruno said, I mean, there's so much technology available to us and you can't afford it all. And honestly, when you buy the latest and greatest technology, you know, three months later, it's outdated and something new comes along. But the important thing is to know that there are so many tools available to us as, as surveyors. And uh, I am a huge believer in, in working smarter, not harder. And if there's an easier way to do something because of technology, why not take a look at it, right? Yes. So, Bruno, are you working at your own or are you part of a company or? Uh, Top Terra, uh, I have uh, this company, Top Terra. Uh, we do survey jobs and infra infrastructure and engineering, engineering projects. Uh, I'm a owner of a company Top Terra, and we have this project, uh, Museum Masters. Uh, I work uh, with my friend Felipe, he's an engineer. He, he is my friend from from very long time. And that's it. Uh, we have uh, here, uh, I will tell to 
to oh here here is the cards of my company i start <laughs> with my dad i start with my dad and the time is going passing and uh is the cards along the time and it's really cool i cool. i learned survey with my dad this is my dad in look yeah my dad awesome. my dad my dad is on the tripod and is on <laughs> that's cool that's awesome he he used this to input on hp wow that's wow. so cool that's looks so old school yeah a little yeah. old school yep yep but it's good to it's good to learn things the old school way you know a lot of people now you know, you know these these kids that get into the surveying and they hand them a GPS unit with a data collector and it's, you know, it's measuring, but they have no idea why it's measuring, what it's measuring. They just know that it's measuring. So to know the old school way of, of doing things is incredibly valuable. Who was it that came on the podcast and called them appliance operators? Oh yeah. Yeah. Appliance operators. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Hey, uh, Philippe make uh, a comment on the chat and he, he is telling he is a civil engineer and during the graduation uh, they have, uh, he have uh, surveying, surveying classes but uh, uh, he is uh, uh, have the habilitation to do the, the work of surveying but he don't learn uh, uh everything about surveying just superficial content on civil engineering do you guys have the same problem on on states yeah um i believe yeah I don't, for civil engineering students in the states they have to take like one surveying one class, surveying class yeah and it's very basic it does not go in depth at all so it's uh not something that's focused Thank on you. at all yeah, and I, I would go so far to say that um, the really good civil engineers that I've worked with have spent, you know, at least a couple years out in the field on a survey crew, and they, you know, at least have they at least have an understanding because lots of times you work with civil engineers that don't really understand surveying. They ask you to do something, and it it just becomes very confusing. But the ones that have had experience out in the field doing surveying are are the best ones, in my opinion. Yes, definitely. So, Ken, maybe I don't get it, but you are also a part of a company. Or... I am, yeah. I work, I work for a company called uh, Alta Southwest, and we have about 100 people uh, throughout Arizona and Nevada. And Ryan, talk about who you I, work I work for half, half Associates. They're based out of Texas. Uh, engineering surveying firm i think it's about eleven thousand. wow yeah crazy so it's a bigger firm uh all across the southeast and now expanding into the southwest so when you represent eleven thousand uh company guys you have to come here next year <laughs> that's right yeah we'll we'll make a trip yeah. the geoholics will yes. uh we'll do this live and in person yeah we'll do a podcast live at Energio. that'd be awesome that would be yes. crazy i think there are tons of good please invite me <laughs> tons of good guests like bruno and <laughs> definitely are way guests that are way deeper into these topics than i am <laughs> but it would yeah. be would be great to to have you all out here it's crazy i can see uh, the hexagon booth from from my desk oh, wow. and there's sometimes a, a robotic dog who walks around here it's oh yeah and yeah so that, cool. that that that, ro that boston dynamics robotic dog and i know trimble's involved with that and a number of the other you know equipment manufacturers it's it's incredible you know now they have scanners that you can you know put like put on your body and walk around or holding your hand and it's just before long i think every single project is going to be scanned um mm -hmm. you know or flown with a 
with a UAV, with a LIDAR sensor. Um, you know, there's just so many different ways to measure and collect data. The challenge is managing the amount of data that we're able to collect. Yes. Yeah. So with, you see the, the with, with this system, we can work on Mars. <laughs> yeah. True. Well, anybody, anybody know Elon Musk here? to send us to Mars to, to make some land surveying with a robot dog and drones. <laughs> Producer Jake. Do, exactly. Do, do you want to go with me, Ken, to Mars? Oh, uh, yeah. If I don't go, uh, pr our producer, Producer Jake, he would love to go with you. Okay. Leonard can go and do some, some marketing on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's to he's he's bring his bike to Mars, his BMX bike. And, oh, uh, it's way easier to ride. <laughs> so uh, I, I have this this photo on my phone from the guy wow. with this scanner on his on his body. So the when I see the the old school pictures of Bruno doing surveying with his tripod, yeah, it was hard to to even get the data and now it's super easy to get the data. So the big problem is the management of the data or I'm wrong. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And we can collect more data than ever before right now. And we can do it faster than ever, ever before. So the challenges on the office side, like you said, processing and managing all the data that we're able to collect. So it's a much faster process in the field, but it takes a little bit longer on the office side than it maybe it did before. But the product that you're able to generate is so much better than ever before. Mm -hmm. uh, and surveying is one final destiny. Uh, don't, 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 don't matter if you're going to do it a total station with a laser scanner, uh, with a compass, with a... a it's, it's the same thing, is the precise measurement data. It's true. I agree. So we need to, for in the, in the future, to, in the, to come back to the topic before with new people, to get people, get kids in the survey and so on, we need more people at the office, on the desk, who work with all these crazy amount of data to to figure mm -hmm. out the final product. So there's, is there a kind of a, of a new job? I, I don't know necessarily a new job, but I think that the, you know, the folks that work on the office side, their skill set has to be a little bit different, a little more advanced now than what it, you know, had to be in the past, let's say. Um, they have to be able to work with 3D point clouds and LiDAR data, um, you know, so there there's definitely, an opportunity to, um, you know, like I say, just, you know, build the skill set. If you're able to work with 3D data now on the office side, uh, you, you will never be without a job. That's for sure. So Bruno, you have to learn all these 3D things. <laughs> what? Sorry? You have to learn all these crazy 3D things. Can't talk about yes. and then. Yes, uh, we are already working with uh, 3D cloud points, with uh, uh, photos, by photos. The precision is not so good, uh, but already is a thing on these big data and that you can introduce yourself to the future. Uh, you can start with photos and drone, and later you can have a laser scanner or anything else. Yeah, I mean, Ryan being a, a certified photogrammetrist, I'm sure he's seen some advancements um, on that side of things. Absolutely, with LiDAR sensors, like you were talking about, LiDAR sensors going on drones now, that's crazy to me, because, yeah. you know, LiDAR, when it started, the sensors were massive, Yeah, and now you can throw it in a, a Wingtra and crazy. fly 400 acres in no time. Free plug, don't get used to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but and then to go off of what Kent was saying with the being in the office for surveyors one thing is the personality of a surveyor sometimes is a little rough uh, to get along with other people 
and there's a reason they like to be in the field. So, you know, the personality can be tricky to work in an office yeah, for some of them. That's a good point we should talk about. I know Bruno was talking about it a little bit. I mean, surveyors are a unique group of individuals. And, you know, I mean, some of the guys that have been doing this for 30, 40 years, you know, they're part of a different generation. You know, they can be considered old and crotchety and grumpy and, you know, difficult to deal with. And then you've got the younger generation, you know, that is so full of energy and so advanced on the technology side, you know, it's, it's a challenge to meld the different generations of surveyors sometimes. Um, and that's another challenge that we have, but you know, the older generation needs to accept the younger generation and, you know, the knowledge that they bring in regards to technology and just embrace it because that's the future of the profession. Uh, we need more surveying technicians uh, colleges in the world, I think. More surveying technicians. We need this. Spray the word. <laughs> yeah. And you know, the thing is, I mean, people that are interested in getting in the profession, not everybody has to become a licensed professional surveyor. Yeah. Technicians, you know, in field crew chiefs and field survey assistants, I mean, they're they're just as value, if not more, than the licensed professionals because they're the ones doing the work primarily and their knowledge and expertise is what makes companies money. Yes, uh, but uh, it's important to have uh, more uh, technicians' course uh, to introduce uh, new people. And I think is important, but you can start uh, without a uh, license, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yep. Next year, but, when we are at the Intergeo together, you have to show me a few of your daily businesses. We have to grab some of these crazy tripod thingies, or maybe we can get a drone and you have to show me what you do. Because it's still a hard work for me to get what it is exactly. I know, I know how the data looks, I know the, the product, but it's still so unique and big what you're talking about and I really try to get it but it's so big I, I need the experience of of being yeah. a, a land surveyor for 10 minutes <laughs> yeah yeah and the technology has made it so easy you know I don't want to undersell it but it's like these scanners um, you know that are out there now it's I, I had I had I actually had a scanner salesman tell me the other day I can teach a monkey how to scan. <laughs> so that's how easy they've made it on the field side. You know, on the office side, it's a little more challenging, but to just go out in the field and set up a scanner in four different places and it automatically, you know, you know, weaves the scans together. Um, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. So, so Leonard, we can make you a surveyor in probably about 10 minutes. Oh, yes. crazy. I'm, I'm pumped. That's definitely a, a good video project for next year. <laughs> Leonard. Uh, come to Brazil. I teach you. You can work at uh, Top Terra or Music Masters. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, Bruno, what is uh, Measuring Masters? Oh, God. <laughs> Music Masters is a startup project that I decided to develop to, to have a second, second thing, you know, like... Uh, uh, like a hobby, I don't know, is start with uh, uh, record videos to, to, to another people to show projects and later become uh, a YouTube channel. Hmm. And, uh, uh, and we make uh, videos about land surveying, showing the profession, try to make uh, a fun content to to introduce these young peoples to to land surveying and we 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 starting to uh, we make a 3d printed pieces uh, mm -hmm. we have a story uh, we make uh, accessories from for land surveyors 
this is wow. on our product because we don't have sponsorships and we're trying to make some money. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a, a bracket for, for land surveying. And today with the technology, we controlling the, the data collectors with smartphones. So you can attach the, the smartphone here And and you oh, wow. are able to control your GNSS. This is one thing we sell on Museum Masters, and That's awesome. And we have uh, the adapter for the Total Station too, uh, that you can uh, that you can put your your smartphone here and you can uh work uh on uh sorry uh and you can put on a uh total station and you can control uh your total station oh wow that's awesome oh is is better now Look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and you can control your total station and this is uh, this is one uh, this thing on uh, land surveyor controllers uh, on Android devices is really good. Very cool. That's awesome. Very cool. Well, a little bit about the geoholics, real quick. So we uh, we're you know we, we started this podcast about two years ago, and we had no idea what we were doing. Ryan and I just like podcasts and we noticed there wasn't a podcast um, that catered to geospatial professionals. So that's how we got started. Uh, we just recorded our 99th episode last night, as a matter of fact, and we have literally had guests on from all over the world, you know, Absolutely. geospatial professionals from every walk of life, you know, surveyors and GIS folks and hydrographic surveyors and you know, drone UAV professionals and actually VR and AI. And it's just amazing. I mean, we've learned so much about the geospatial community and it is a big community. Absolutely. And that's what we need to focus on, you know, bringing everybody together from all walks of geospatial life. And uh, we all need each other. You know, I, <laughs> I know sometimes there's some lines drawn in the sand, but uh, we got to we got to erase those lines and just all work together to uh, to build, you know, just an, an incredibly strong geospatial community because now is such an exciting time. Um, you know, we're needed now more than ever. And, you know, I think the projected job growth is like 35 to 40 percent mm -hmm. over the next couple of years and which is unbelievable. So. Uh, good time to be a part of it for exactly. sure. Exactly, and you can find the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean. You can go to our website, the www.thegeoholics.com. <laughs> you can find us there, and uh, and our our email address, info at thegeoholics.com. We'd love to hear from you. And it's the biggest, and I think the only geospatial podcast in the world. It's the best. Let's put it that way. <laughs> okay, the best. But, uh, that's, that's confidence right there. The biggest <laughs> and the best. Okay. Yeah, and you can. T we're fun guys. We have a lot of fun. You know, I mean, geospatial can be a boring topic. Let's face it. Mm -hmm. But uh, you know, we have a really good time with it, and you know, we uh, we I think we have a knack of making our guests feel very comfortable. And when somebody's comfortable and has passion about what they're talking about. Um, it makes for some really good content. So we say it all the time. Our goal is to add value and make friends with every episode. And if we can do that, then uh, I, I think we're going to be okay. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not always geospatial either. We have some other guests that are random. Mm -hmm. We've had baseball guests, uh, yeah. musical guests, Olympic athletes. Yeah. So yeah, it's not just geospatial. You'll never, you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. Week with us. Good. Yeah, good point. I, I started to following a few seconds ago with my Spotify account. Yeah. Uh, and if, yeah, if you go to spot, yeah, follow us on Spotify. And then also if you're on Spotify, we actually have a uh, soundtrack 
because every episode we allow the guest to pick the band or the music that they want to be a part of the episode. So there's a, a the Geoholics playlist uh, and Spotify as well that you can subscribe to. From the Grosta. That the Groster, <laughs> yeah, that, that's me. It's a long story. <laughs> and hey, Leonard. Uh, I have one and, question, sorry, for the for the podcast thing. And can you tell me how many people are in the community of the Geoholics? That's I'm a I'm a social media reach guy, so I'm yeah. nerdy about this data. Oh yeah, that's awesome. And we've had uh fifty thousand downloads. downloads. Um, we have over a thousand members of our LinkedIn group, I think right at a thousand followers on Instagram and over a thousand followers on Facebook. So we're, we're growing, we're growing and it's growing exponentially. Um, it's pretty exciting. Oh, that's so uh, cool. And it's yeah, even, it's worldwide. I just scrolled down a bit and there was a guy mm -hmm. from Sweden, a guy from Holland. Yeah. And that's super cool. So yeah. if I can do something as in my position as social media guide into geo that's just send me a message i will give you my contact later and then we'll put something together because your project is so cool yeah let's do that i would love to when we started this podcast it was all local guests we did it all in studio in person and you know when covid came around if we did it a few of them from our homes on zoom and then yeah. it's expanded to stuff like this where we've gone global Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Crazy. And we, we didn't even plan on this. <laughs> we didn't plan on this. I mean, it, we thought it was just going to be, you know, something small. Mm -hmm. And it has literally taken on a life of its own. And, you know, Bruno, again, I can't thank you enough for reaching out and inviting us to be a part of this. Um, yeah, super exciting. And, and we're humbled. And just, you know, thank you. And thank you, Leonard, for uh, helping to produce it. Yeah, it's super cool. Bruno is definitely one of the craziest guys here did the Jew. he's i for me he's one of the a small guy in brazil and he yeah. sends me and all the to all introduce channels so much info and it's sometimes hard for me to answer because it's so much and it, it comes on there's always this the time change between germany where i am and his, oh, yeah. his time in brazil and i i start in the morning in the office and i have 10 messages and Every message is great. It's it's so cool. And now he brought us as the Intergeo together with the Geoholics podcast, which is also an amazing big platform. So I'm super thankful for for the, the times we had here. So I'm yep. just speechless. Thank you. Thank you, guys. <laughs> oh, thank you for sure. I have a feeling if the four of us get together uh, in person at Intergeo next year, we may not come out alive. <laughs> <laughs> We'll end up at a pub somewhere, and uh, who knows what happens after that. My colleague uh, was just a few minutes ago at the shop to uh, grab some beers and bring it here to our booth. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We definitely go next year in person. That will be a great win to be together with you guys and maybe do a podcast in live in yeah, person. Oh, yeah, for sure. We, we, could, uh, we could record a bunch of podcasts from yeah, here. If you, if you need a booth here, we definitely can figure it out for you. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Hey. Uh, maybe you have to bring uh, have a, a booth. bit of your, of your technique, but uh, I think we, we will figure it out something. And even if you need some... some uh, some voucher codes to invite people even i think next year we still have the digital thing and the, the live event okay so uh it would be great to put all these people together here at the interview so i'm yeah. i'm super happy and i'm really looking forward to it next year yeah us as well thank you hey leonard you, you ask a lot of questions for us i want to make a question for you You are a pro biker because I see one video on YouTube. Hey, everybody, uh, search to Leonard Prius BMX. The guy, the guy is crazy. It's a mortal. We, we, 
you definitely can rule uh, Olympics. Maybe next Olympics this year. This year we have the skateboarding. Next year maybe we have bike, and you definitely go on. Yeah, BMX <laughs> is already uh, a part of the Olympics. It was uh, yes? just uh, ah, just in Tokyo now, but the the level is crazy, and it's. I think it's a bit like the Fervain thing. There are people who are really into this Olympic thing and putting all these crazy contest runs together. And for me, it's just having a great time with my with my buddies and filming some smaller projects, throwing clips together and traveling around the world to ride my bike. So that's more my lifestyle. And yes, I was professional until 2019. Oh, well. But then I start my job here at the Intergeo to to get into the the real work life. So I'm I still write a lot and I love it so much. But I'm 25 now, and you have to think about how you live your your life till the end. And now I'm super happy with my job here in the office, and it's so it's somehow similar to my old job as a professional bike rider it sounds so stupid to say that yeah. but uh, all these social media things and interacting with people is it's not that far away than riding bikes and meeting people from everywhere in the world in a small skate park so it's i'm super happy and i will definitely stay here at the intergeo team for the next years so <laughs> thank awesome. you so much for the intro bruno yeah that's so exciting you never know who you're going to meet. You know, everybody's got a story. That's the way we look at it. And, uh, you know, getting people to tell their stories is so much fun. So, yes. Yes. I we think do it. I, maybe I have to leave now because I, I have another job here to do. But I'm super thankful for the opportunity, as I said. So if you have any last words, the stage is yours. He's got to go because those beers are showing up. The beers are there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, all I'll say is just, again, thank you. You know, this is a great platform. I'm really looking forward to seeing how we can collaborate and uh, you know, just spread the word about, you know, not only surveying, but, uh, you know, geomatics and the geospatial community in general. So um, just got to keep working at it. And I'm, I'm just really excited to have met you guys. And thank you again for the opportunity. And the platform is uh, the expo will go another day. So please look around, join wow. other rooms, talk to people, and have a great day. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. Hey, thank you. Uh, I want to say thank you for Intergel for the support and for the partnership. is really important to to our project for Museum Masters for Geoholics. It's a great opportunity. Uh, thank you so much, Leonard, for, for all you, you do for us. And that's it. So really, really thankful for that. And Intergeo is the biggest uh, fair about geo in the world. And I want to every year to invite, invite more and more surveyors to go to Intergeo. <laughs> and that's it. Thank you, Leonard. Thank you to whole to the whole team of Intergel, to the entire team. The the whole team is here. <laughs> so uh, this is, there are all the communication guys and cutters, editors, wow. the film so crew cool. is here, and then we have another office here with uh, all the guys who are involved in the real expos thing, doing the boobies. And I will show you around. That's my office. Wow. Cool. That's awesome. Uh, maybe you can do a free uh, a free walk in another time on the fair. You can <laughs> <laughs> to show to 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 show this experience to 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 see the fair. Go walking with a camera to show us. Yeah. Well, you can, you can uh, you can walk with a scanner, I suppose, and make it a virtual reality experience. There you go. There are definitely yeah. a lot of scanners here. But, uh, <laughs> if you if you want further information, so please follow Intergeo on all their social media channels. Uh, okay. There's tons of insight on on Instagram. We are really we do a lot of there with with photos behind the scenes. We repost a lot, and 
also LinkedIn is growing, Twitter is crazy. So, so thankful for the whole surveying community. So well, you're doing a great job, Leonard. Keep it up. Thank you. You too. All right. Have a good Thank day, you. everybody. Be safe. Be safe. See bye you. Bye. bye. Okay, guys, I think he's us now. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Yes. That was a lot of fun, uh, Bruno. Thank you again for uh, for reach, inviting us to do it. I mean, I, that was a blast. <laughs> thank you. Thank you to, to Joy. This is yep. really good. Glad it worked uh, out. Yeah. Um, and where is the song? Where is the rock and roll? Let's. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we're going to finish here our, our part. <laughs> Yeah, well, we'll have you on. Uh, we'll have you on one of our episodes once, and uh, you can be a guest on our show. Yes, <laughs> I think it would be a lot of fun. Okay. All right, I got to get to my real job. Yes. <laughs> okay. I will. I will stay here, uh, looking to intergel. And okay. Okay. All right. Thank Thanks you again, Bruno. Thanks, Bruno. We'll be in touch. Thank you. Talk bye to you bye. soon. Talk. Have a good one. Bye-bye, my friend. Bye. Once again, a shout-out to our friends of the program, Aerotech Mapping, Inc., ATMLV.com, Advanced Geodetic Surveys, Inc., AGSGPS.com, Bad Elf GPS, Bad-Elf.com, Cobb Fenley, CobbFenley.com, Cyanic Automation, GetJobBook.com, Diamondback Land Surveying, DiamondbackLandSurveying.com. Get Kids Into Survey, GetKidsIntoSurvey.com. Land Surveyors United, LandSurveyorsUnited.com. Mentoring Mondays, MentoringMondays.xyz. Monson Engineering, MonsonEngineering.com. Nettleman Land Consulting, NLCPrep.com. Parkland Community College, Parkland.edu slash surveying. Safety Apparel, SafetyApparel.us. Tiger Supplies, TigerSupplies.com. Trimble Geospatial, geospatial.trimble.com.